Entrepreneur on Fire 519. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round. Seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Looking for a no-strings-attached kind of deal? That's what I like. Here's one. Sign up with audiobooks.com and you'll get your first book for free today. No strings attached. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Wish you had a secretary but can't afford one who sits at your front desk? What about eVoice? Go to eVoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Chris Ducker. Chris, are you prepared to ignite? Man, I am so prepared that I'm tingling in places. I probably shouldn't be <laughs> I shouldn't be tingling in certain places, but yes, I'm prepared. Let's do this thing. Oh, I love it, Chris. Chris is a serial entrepreneur, international speaker, and author of the new book, Virtual Freedom. He's also the founder of Virtual Staff Finder, the world's number one VA matchmaking service, as well as a popular blogger and podcaster at chrisducker.com. He's on a mission to bring a little calm to the entrepreneurial storm for small business owners everywhere. Giving our listeners just a little overview, Chris. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Well, thank you very much. And thank you for having me back on this fantastic podcast for a second number time two. as well. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm loving being part of that number two club. I know it's a very select club, so I, <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Look, man, you know what? I'm just, uh, I'm a very old school um, you know, sales and marketing guy. I, I don't pull punches on that. That's what I do. I'm a sales and marketing guy. Uh, 10 years ago, I entered the entrepreneurial space, uh, you know, flipped the bird to the, to the man for the, for the last time <laughs> and uh, decided to go out and do my own thing. Since then, uh, I built uh, a company, uh, which is a multi seven figure company on an annual basis uh, three subsidiaries, almost 300 employees, and I am just living and loving every single little bit of life, plain simple. Chris, I can vouch for that. You are an attendee, a speaker at all these great conferences, both in the U.S. and abroad that I'm fortunate to be at as well. And we just have a blast. When we get together, we really have fun. You know, we maybe drink a little scotch and we reminisce about just the great life that we've, you know, worked incredibly hard to create for ourselves. And that's really what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about, Chris, is giving the inspiration to different entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners out there that are looking or already have accomplished that same thing. And Chris, we're really going to dive into your new book, Virtual Freedom. I mean, what a powerhouse, what a book, and we're going to really share with Fire Nation why. But before we do, Chris, we always start with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So take I it away. I know you do. <laughs> well, I, I, I'd like to say that this is for me, but it's not. It's a success quote um, that uh, I've been following for years and years and years, and it is as simple as this. The way to be nothing is to do nothing. And it's by a guy called Nathaniel Ho, I think, H-O-W-E or something along those lines. I probably screw that up completely, but uh, it's a great quote and I've been following it for pretty much a decade plus, I think. 
Wow. Well, Chris, you are definitely not anybody that I've known that is doing nothing. So I can definitely (laughs) see where you're following this mantra and actually just getting out there, taking action. And of course, the power of Google will make sure that we attribute Nathaniel correctly spelling that last name. And Chris, what I want to do right now is dive into virtual freedom. This is you know just something that's been building inside of you for so long, and now you're sharing it with the world. I couldn't be more excited to be sharing it now with Fire Nation because we hear the term VAs everywhere these days. And let's start off this chat today by you sharing with us how you see virtualization affecting the future of business and to what extent. I think it's the way that business is going to be a few years from now. I think that offices are going to ultimately become somewhat a thing of the past. Um, I'm not going to say that businesses are going to completely dump that corporate image and the meeting rooms and the donuts on the table for the guests and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Uh, but what I am saying is that we, you know, we live in a world now where we are so damn blessed to have talent literally splattered everywhere. Um, and you know, a lot of people of, often ask me, um, you know, where's the best place to find a VA? And I always come back with an answer of something along the lines of, well, it's not about a geographical location. It's about where, you, where can you find the best person for that role? It doesn't matter because, the, you know, the, world that, the way that the world has been globalized um, business-wise, is, there's talent everywhere. And from a small business ownership perspective, if you're not incorporating virtual staff and outsourcing, and that term, by the way, outsourcing is very quickly becoming pretty old school. Uh, I think, you know, guys like, you know, the 37 single guys that just brought out remote where they talked about, you know, working with their staff the way they do remotely all around the world. You know, the, it's, it's more than just outsourcing the odd task. Now, this is about building a team of highly talented individuals that can help you run support and grow your business. And I think it's going to affect the future of business like pretty much no other wave uh, in the next five to 10 years. So Chris, thanks to you, Entrepreneur on Fire has actually added some incredible virtual assistance to our team. And, you know, not only those words that you used about just intelligent and hardworking, but these are loyal, just excited to be a part of a team, Mm -hmm. passionate Mm -hmm. individuals, literally that can be coming from around the world. We actually have all of our virtual assistants from the Philippines. You know, that's the region that we found people that fit with Entrepreneur on Fire best, but it's part of a family. It's part of a team. Happy birthday cards go out. When I go to see you in the Philippines for Tropical Think Tank here, you know, in March, I am actually flying my virtual assistant out to Cebu so I can sit down with lunch, hang out and have fun. I mean, that's part of the family atmosphere that you should be looking at when you're bringing on these virtual assistants. Yes, you can correspond via email and Skype and, you know, see mostly a text interaction, but it's so important to really have that you know, Skype video, sit down in person when you have the opportunity because that's what's going to make your team really a family, really a community and make it powerful in so many different ways. And Chris, you're known for coining amazing phrases. I always look to your blog and look to your (laughs) podcast because you are always coming up with something 
new some new saying that I quickly incorporate so I can sound cool, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> You're the guy. You're the guy that's stealing all my stuff. I, it's oh, me. Finally. It's me. Oh my God. <laughs> but I love when people talk about doing business the new way. And what does it mean to you to do business the new way? See, I'm glad you asked me that particular question. What does it mean to you? Because the new way could mean so many different things to so many different people, yes. right? But for me, to Chris, it means genuinely, genuinely trying to work as little as I possibly can and delegate as much as I possibly can. Now, that's not because I'm lazy, okay? I want to clarify that. That's one thing I certainly am not. It is because the moment I started delegating, particularly to virtual staff in 2010, up until that point, I was doing 15 hours a day, 16 hours a day, six days a week. I was a mess. I was an utter mess. But up until that point, I'd struggled pretty much in every single area of my business. The moment I started delegating, not only did I end up working less, not only was I less stressed, but my business grew ridiculously quickly because it wasn't 100% reliant on me. What had happened was the business had initially gone from me running the business and then from the business running me and then back to me running the business again with the help of everybody that I brought on board. So for me, doing business the new way is just about being as effective as a business owner possibly can be. And for me personally, that is all about my team and the growth of my team. And that's what I'm all about, man. That, that, you know, that and my message of the P2P relationships or the people to people relationships that we need to create with our audience and our fans and our customers and things like that as well. But, you know, I split, I split things up pretty 50, 50 between the two of those when I think about, you know, when I'm in quiet time mode and I think about stuff, but ultimately, man, um, it, it all comes down to the, just delegating like crazy and working as little as I possibly can. 15 to 16 hours a day, seven yeah. days a week. And then, Chris, you decided, listen, I'm going to create a team. And Fire Nation, you know, full transparency, it takes time, effort, energy to train a team the right way. And Chris put in those really long hours making sure his team was running exactly the way he wanted to. But once, Chris, you did set that team up into that manner that you really felt great about, what does your week look like now? Well, I've gone from going, I, I mean, I've literally gone from, you know, an average of six days a week with about, I would, I would have thought at least 12 to 13 hours a day on average to four days a week. I don't work Fridays anymore. Like I just, I don't work Fridays. I have a three day weekend, <laughs> plain simple. Um, and then I'm do I probably do about eight or nine hours Monday to Thursday. But uh, even those even those work days are cut up now. So I get up, I do a couple of day, uh, a couple of hours in the morning, and then I'll play with a kid. He goes off to school because uh, he's just at preschool. So he goes off to school for most of the afternoon. That's when I get my hardcore work done. Then he gets back home. Uh, we, you know, play Lego, beat each other up a little bit, <laughs> um, you know, re read a book or whatever. And then when he's in bed, I usually hop on 
on uh, to do a little bit of social media uh, for an hour or so in the evening because a lot of my audience, about 60-something-odd percent of my audience is over in the United States. So, you know, when they're sort of beginning their day, I'm ending mine. So I like to try and end it as much as I can in regards to replying to tweets and, you know, maybe the odd email that's dropped in during the day and stuff like that. But that's basically the way it is. I mean, I, I, I've, I you know... I wouldn't have it any other way now, John. I mean, and you know me very, very well yes. by now. I don't BS, right? No. So what you see is what you get with me. And if I say I'm working four days a week, then I am genuinely doing it. And I, I want to bring that point up because so many people think that to be successful, and this is how society has just just murdered. It's, it's, I mean, it's just murdering business owners. Society has, has deemed us to be successful we have to work those long hours. We have to be stressed out. We have to be always tapping away on our smartphones or our Blackberries if we're stuck in 2006, you know, and all these other things, right? <laughs> and the, the fact of the matter is, though, you know, working 13 hours a day, six days a week doesn't make you a more successful business owner. It just makes you a more tired, stressed out uh, and and less effective business owner as far as I'm concerned. And that's one of the reasons why Virtual Freedom had to come out when it did. You know, I, I, I first got an offer on to, to write this book three years ago and I was too busy to do it. Ooh. But because of the things that I've done in the last few years to remove myself from my business day to day, now I can do it. And when I got another offer in late 2012, I jumped at it and here we are with the book. In Fire Nation, let's not think that Chris is not going to take advantage of opportunities or work hard when he needs to. I mean, Chris, share with Fire Nation what time it is right now. It's uh, 20 minutes past midnight. <laughs> so Chris, he has the flexibility. He's yeah. able to be agile. That when opportunities arise for him to come on and speak to Fire Nation, you crazy entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners Love all it. over the world... Oh. He's going to take that opportunity. He's going to come on at midnight his time and chat with me and chat with everybody that's listening right now to share this wonderful message that he's sharing with us. And Chris, on that note, like I just shared, Fire Nation is made up of entrepreneurs and we are entrepreneurs and cypreneurs too and small business owners. How specifically can we benefit from outsourcing? Above and beyond the time saving benefits. And, you know, what I often say to people that you can buy time. You can buy time. A lot of people don't think that's possible. But when, you know, I tell them that, you know, my quote unquote work week is, you know, several hundred hours a week, they're like, well, how do you, I don't understand. How's that possible? <laughs> I says, because I've got a whole bunch of people doing stuff for me so that I don't have to do it myself. So, you know, as well as the time saving and gaining perspective um, of outsourcing, there's a lot more involved in that as well. You know, everything from making sure that your customers are taken care of in a timely fashion. I mean, if you're a solopreneur, running a business online, even with marginal, marginal success. Let's say you're making anything between five to 10 grand a month online, which is good. It's yeah. a, good a good living for, for a lot of people, right? So you're making five to 10 grand a month online. You're doing it on your own. You're updating your blog content. You're talking you know, with your clients regularly. And, and now you start you know, developing more products and services. You're making more money. Everything's great. But now you're doing, you've gone from doing nine, 10 hours to 12 or 13 hours a day because you've got additional tweets to reply to, additional email to reply to, additional inquiries to reply to, additional 
tickets, you know, support tickets, chat requests to, to reply to. Just the customer service side of your business can thrive like mad with just one additional VA involved. Um, and I have a VA that handles just email for me. That's all she does. That's all she does. I pay her $550 a month US and she works about four hours a day. So it's a very good wage for basically a part-time job. But she is 100% dedicated to me and all Marie does is go through my email. And she gets back to people quicker than I ever would be able to because I get between two to sometimes 250 emails a day. There's just no way in the world I could stay on top of all that stuff. I wouldn't want to stay right. on top of 250 emails a day, right? Um, so, And that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate people reaching out to me via email. But all I'm saying is I'm a business owner. I'm not an email boy. You know, I, I, need to, I need to do what's best for me and my business and my team and my customers. And replying to the same questions over and over and over again, you know, regardless of who they're coming from, is a waste of my time. So we produce canned responses that Marie then goes ahead and signs uh, um, and replies to and sends off with personalized sign-offs as well. So if somebody mentions they're in New York, for example, she might check out Yahoo Weather and see that it's got six inches of snow. <laughs> so she'll, she'll mention that in the email, and it just seems a little bit more. I've actually had people come up to me at conferences and say, oh, I just want to say thanks for getting back to my email, Chris, You know where you mentioned something about, you know, whatever, the Braves losing at the weekend or something along those lines, right? She is so darn good at wow. that now that it's scary. And, but she's been doing it for two plus years. So, I mean, like, you know, these are all the things here. You know, you mentioned like how, you know, how can we really benefit? There are so many different ways, John. You know, social media, you know, online research, competitive analysis, booking your travel for you. you know, there's just so much, so many different ways that you can benefit. It's a lot of people say like, you know, I can't afford to outsource. Well, I beg to differ. The question you need to ask yourself is Mr. Small business owner, can you afford not to? Because I guarantee you that the very large majority in some capacity of your competitors probably already are. Chris, I love this comparison and I'm about 99% sure that I stole it from you. But basically what it is, is if you can train somebody, a virtual assistant, outsource a task that would take you an hour to do. So you could do a task in one hour and you could outsource that task by training somebody to do it and pay them, say, $10 an hour, which is a great wage. If you don't do that, you're essentially saying to yourself that my time is worth $10 an hour right, or whatever right. that price would be. Right, exactly. I mean, a perfect... Uh a perfect example to that would be, say, a blog post. Okay, now let's say you've written your blog post. You should not outsource your content. I want to clarify that right now. That needs to come from you. They're your stories, your experiences, your personality, you know, the P2P environment, the relationship building that we need online today. You must create your own content, the original piece of the content. That doesn't mean that VAs can't help you repurpose that stuff, but the original piece needs to come from you. I want to make that really, really clear. But um, let's say a blog, a, a blog post that you've written, a thousand word blog post. It's a real goodie, you know, and, and you're going to help thousands of people with this blog post, right? So you want to do these things very, very regularly, maybe twice a week even. But by the time you've written the post, and you've already sunk a few hours into that, if it's a real good one, you import it into WordPress. Let's say you've, you've typed it up in Word. You import it into WordPress. You add the you know, H2, H3, H3 tags, uh, you know, uh, 
in terms of subtitles. You embed an image, you embed a video, maybe you embed a podcast episode, I don't know. You do all your URL and your internal linking. Um, you know, you embold some stuff, you, 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 you italic some stuff. All this, all these little tweaks, these little design, these com- cosmetic, you know, things that you do to a blog post. On average, I've timed it. That's a 45 minute task. That adds on, up. On average, on average, right? There's some people that can do a lot faster, but some that take well over an hour. So on average, it's about 45 minutes. Now, if you do two of those a week, that's an hour and a half of your time. And this is, this is why, and I get crazy with this stuff. Somebody said to me the other day, I was doing an interview and he said to me, well, you know, I might as well do that myself because I can do it faster than training somebody else how to do it. <laughs> and I said, well, then don't train someone else how to do it. Just do it one more last time yourself. Hit the record button on a screen capture software package and talk your way through it as you're laying it out. Genius. T- saying why you want this subtitle here, why this page break here, why this type of image, why this kind of side, why you got a frame around the image. Like, are you that OCD? It's got to be, because I'm OCD <laughs> with all this stuff, right? Right. You know, and, and you know, why are you embedding your, your, your videos at a certain size? Talk about it for 45 minutes as you're doing it. Dump that in the Dropbox and then say to one of your VAs, learn how to do that for me, and then never do it again. Oh, love that. I mean, Fire Nation, ScreenFlow, Snagit, Jing, these are three oh. unbelievable opportunities for you to record exactly what you're doing, walk your virtual assistant through, create a library for them, so if you ever bring on other virtual assistants, you can just share it with them as well. It is a no-brainer. They can keep going back to it time and time again if they ever have any questions, meaning that you've done it once and then you're done. And Chris, for me, I know especially at the beginning, I tried to do everything here at Entrepreneur on Fire, and I often failed miserably. (laughs) What is this entrepreneurial superhero syndrome? Again, another phrase that I love that you just create. And what can Fire Nation learn from this entrepreneurial superhero syndrome? Yeah, you know, superhero syndrome is a uh, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's it's a lovely thing, and and we, and we all suffer from it. Um, you know, the, the chances are that if you have superhero syndrome, that uh, you know you have the ability to potentially see opportunities that others don't. Well, that's a good thing, right? You may be able to, uh, or, or you certainly rather got the courage to be able to approach complete and utter strangers at everything from events to, you know, uh, you know, Toastmaster, get-togethers, conferences, you name it, <clears throat> and totally share your ideas and, and talk about you and your products and your services. However, there's a dark side to this superhero syndrome as well. There's, there's all those good things about being an entrepreneur, but there's the dark side of it, which are everything from, you know, if there's any money to be saved in doing something in yourself, you're going to do it. Uh, if you uh, you know believe that your ideas and concepts are far greater than everyone else's on the entire planet, <laughs> right? You you have an inability to accept any form of criticism in any way, shape, or form. And uh, you know if the word recharge only actually applies to your iPhone, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 the that's the superhero syndrome that I talk about in the book, and 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 and. I want to cure everybody of that. I want to, I want to bring, you know, like I say, I want to bring calm to that storm, right? And so, you know, the problem with superhero syndrome is that we do believe that we can do everything ourselves. And, and even tasks that potentially 
we can't do we think we can do and, and like you say you know you try to do everything yourself and you just screwed up a whole bunch of stuff when you Gosh. first got going right and so you know the, I, I talk about my three list of freedom exercise um which i'm sure some of your listeners have probably heard it's all over the internet but in a nutshell um it it, it comes down to getting a piece of paper putting two column uh, two lines down there creating three columns the first column you write down everything that you don't like doing like you really just hate doing it the second column is a list of all the things that you can't do. Now, this is where the superhero syndrome comes into play a little bit because you believe that there is no kryptonite, right? Like <laughs> you can do everything yourself. Photoshop then, is my kryptonite. I'll be there honest. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a shocker. That's a shocker <laughs> of a kryptonite to be because you're not a graphic designer. No. Unless, unless you're a graphic designer, you're not a graphic designer. You know what I mean? Right, it's just, right. It's not going to happen, right? Um, and, and, the, and then the last column is a list. And this is really the most important because it really gets you thinking about it. And I always say you're going to have a cold beer to hand or a glass <laughs> of wine when you sit down and do this list because this is where superhero syndrome needs to have its ass kicked or a scotch. Fine scotch is good as well. <laughs> this is a list of all the things that as a business owner you feel you shouldn't actually be doing and this is an exercise that i've done now i mean tens of thousands of entrepreneurs live online podcasts blog posts you name it videos everything and anything and i can literally hear pennies dropping in fact i can hear them dropping right now from fire nation because you know that there are tasks that you like doing you know that there are tasks that you can actually do really really well that you're still doing but now ask yourself the question, should I be doing these? Ooh. Could my time be better spent on more high-level tasks like coming up with new product ideas, spending more time with my top clients, maybe traveling to conferences and building up new relationships? This is the stuff that business owners should be doing. We should not be updating our Facebook status messages. We shouldn't be doing that. Uh, we just It's a total waste of time for us. We can converse on Facebook. We can interact on Facebook, but we shouldn't be coming up with those 10 or 15 messages that we want and have to put up there every week to, to, to be able to be found and seen online. I have one of my VAs every Friday afternoon. That's what she does. She sends me a Word document with 10. I only, I do two a day, Monday to Friday. I don't touch it over the weekend. And, um, She'll send me a document on Friday afternoon with 10 uh, status update ideas. I'll tweak them. I might delete them, come up with another idea, whatever. I spend maybe 15 minutes on that. That's it. That's all I do. I send it back to her via Dropbox. And then by the end of Friday afternoon, she has scheduled all of those in Facebook to go live twice a day, Monday through to Friday for the upcoming week. Wow. I mean, yeah. this is powerful stuff, Fire Nation. And Chris and Fire Nation, I want to share with you just a real quick, real-life story of applying exactly what Chris is saying to real life and specifically to my real life. So, Chris, I know you know about Podcasters Paradise, where we now have over 550 podcasters who are in wow. creating, growing, and monetizing their podcast. So we've had 550 people who have... The last time I talked to you, it was like 300, and that was only a couple of months ago. We're doing a live webinar every single week, my friends, and we are that. just bringing on people by the droves, and we're, we're ecstatic about it. But this is the thing. People are coming into Podcasters Paradise, Chris. Now there's over 550 and I was getting very similar emails over and over again about, you know, John, okay, I love it now, but where's the best place to get me, you know, my logo? And, and I really want an intro, outro. And there's all these different things coming in. 
that, you know, are kind of outside jobs, like for professional graphic designers, like you said, and to find a, vo- a professional voiceover artist. And, and so, you know, just three days ago, I was sitting down, taking all this in, listening to my audience, and I could have spent the rest of that day, just like you said, going into Facebook, updating my statuses, tweeting people and doing all these things. But I said, you know what? I'm going to create a product. I'm going to create the total launch package because I have virtual assistants that are doing those Twitter updates, that are doing Facebook status updates. I don't have to do that because my team's in place. So Chris, and one day I sat down, I created the total launch package, which is all of that that I just shared and much more. And I shared it with just 20 people in Podcasters Paradise just to test it. And it's a $2,000 package. And we had a purchase on that day that I created it. So because I've set my life up, Chris, where my virtual assistants are taking care of the day-to-day activities, it allows me to think bigger, think products. And I created $2,000, which will turn into much, much more as I release it to the rest of Podcasters Paradise. And that is the exciting thing, Fire Nation, about being able to leverage your time and scale your knowledge. Man, that's such a great story. And I want to take my, just give you a little bit of a virtual hat tip here for doing <laughs> such a great job with that uh, whole, the whole thing that you're doing over there, man. It's just amazing. I mean, like I said, the last time you and I talked about this was literally just a couple of months ago where we discussed numbers. We've seen each other since then, but, um, you were, you, you said you were, you, you were just about to hit 300, I think. Yeah. That was something where you just had to hit 300. And here we are with all those extra people. And it's just unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. I'm a little speechless, which is <laughs> tough. It's tough to get Chris Ducker speechless. <laughs> Love it, Chris. So before we get to the home stretch, let's thank our partners. Aren't we so lucky to have the ability to listen to podcasts instantly, no matter where we are? Now you can do the same with audiobooks. Audiobooks.com allows you to download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening, or you can stream them instantly. That means easy access to your great content in the car or the gym. And if you're not a huge fan of listening on your smartphone, you can still stream books on audiobooks.com using your PC or tablet. Here's how easy it is to get started. Head over to audiobooks.com slash fire. Choose from more than 40,000 titles. Don't forget about those business book recommendations you've been hearing on EO Fire. Check out their great membership benefits like one audiobook per month and 33% off additional titles. Sample a couple of books here and there to find the perfect ones. And then get your first book for free when you sign up. It's all at audiobooks.com slash fire. If you want a small business, then incoming calls, whether they're from current customers or potential customers, is probably something you want to deal with quite often, right? And the higher the volume, the more potential for missed opportunities. What if I told you there's a way to manage your incoming calls so that you never miss an important message? A few months ago, I was running a special for one of our online communities, Podcasters Paradise. If you order within a certain time period, you would receive 50% off. About 30 minutes before the special ended, I received an email of a voicemail transcript from a potential customer. The message explained that she was having trouble purchasing via her mobile device. Thanks to eVoice, I was able to help this customer place her order in time to take advantage of the savings and secure one more sale for my community. Never want to miss an important call again? Go to evoice.com and enter FIRE at checkout for $5 off every month, forever. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. 
So let's do this now. I have three questions I really want to ask to close this interview out, and I want to focus them all on the book, Virtual Freedom. I mean, this is you know the main focal point of this interview. This is the main reason I wanted to bring you on today, to share what life-changing this book could have for so many listeners right here today. And Fire Nation loves tools, Chris. What tools exactly does Virtual Freedom provide readers that these traditional books just don't? Along with the the usual resource section and links and all that sort of stuff, that's at the back of the book, and there's lots of stuff mentioned throughout the course of the book as well. But I think your I, I think your audience is particularly going to like the last full chapter. And I say full chapter because there's a couple of bonuses in there as well, um, which were sort of added just before um, just before we sort of finalized the manuscript. But it's called The Case for Content, this last full chapter. And basically, I talk about how content marketing is revolutionizing the way that small business owners are building their companies now online and how important it is to you know, to get started if you haven't already and really developing a solid content marketing strategy. The problem with this, though, a lot of people don't have a problem creating the content, but they either don't have the know-how or the skill set or even just the time, plain and simple, to actually market it. So this is where I have shown people literally step by step. I mean, I wish I could show you pages of the book right now where I have broken it down into a table format where on the left-hand side of these tables, there is the action that needs to get taken. And then on the right-hand side, it is the team member responsible for doing those actions. Wow. So, uh, I mean, this for me was honestly, it was one of the longest, hardest parts of the book to put together because I really had to break these processes down. And I've got everything from, you know, conducting research before creating a new product. I've got um, uh, creating and producing a new blog post draft, uh, creating a video, uh, creating an ebook, selling a product on Amazon. Uh, What else we've got? We've got promotional plans, optimizing content. Um, there's, There's a ton of different processes <laughs> that we added in there um, and they are they are literally like you know this is your job this is your gva's job this is a web developer's job you know it, it really is a dumbed down approach to injecting a virtual team into your business particularly just for content marketing that's just one section of the book Right, there's like eight or nine different sections in the book, so that's just one. Um, and we also, you know, everything's covered. Everything from where to find your staff, right, the way down to how to hire them properly, the exact interview questions that you need to ask to get the right answers out of people to make solid, calculated hiring decisions. That's critical. Oh, dude, I mean, we've spent hours and hours and hours interviewing. I mean, thousands of hours in the last, you know, 10 years interviewing people. Um, and uh, we know, you know, we've hit the sweet spot now. I've shared everything. I, mean, I haven't pulled back at all here. So there's that. There's obviously the training elements and what works and what doesn't. So you're not wasting your time on that side of things. The management, the tools that you should be using, the processes, reporting, Right the way down to even templates for things like contracts and agreements and all that sort of stuff as well. I mean, this really is, it's a hold your hand type of style book. It's not, you know, this is not something that you read, 
you know, uh, on, on your, on your, I mean, yes, you can be reading it on your commute, but do yourself a favor and have a pen and paper handy as well. Cause you, I, I want you working <laughs> going through this book. This is not a let's read it to pass the time type of, uh, manuscript. This is, uh, I'm going to read this to completely and utterly flip my life on its ass. Basically that's, wow. that's exactly what I want to try and achieve. Wow, Chris. I don't use this term lightly, but Fire Nation, 1,000x value. And Chris, man, you know me. We get together at conferences. We're going to be hanging out in the Philippines soon. You and I just love talking business. And I want to grow my business and also live the life that I want. And my question to you is, how can I, and Fire Nation as well, actually use the strategies in virtual freedom to make this happen? initially at least learning just to let go and again you know the 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 superhero syndrome analogy comes into play i mean you hear that coming up a lot throughout the entire book because i have to keep reminding people not to let that start creeping back into their mindset as i'm changing it slowly but surely with every passing page right so you know once you do learn to let go um and i mean genuinely let go not not hire someone and then, you know, get them to install, you know, one of these silly softwares that takes a screenshot every 15 (laughs) seconds or hanging off their shoulder, like I call the the virtual vulture. You know, I don't understand people that outsource and then micromanage their VAs. For me, that completely defeats the object of the game. I just don't get that at all. So when you, when you do let go, and you can start with little tasks like, you know, outsourcing a logo, getting somebody to design a logo instead of, you know, sitting in Photoshop trying to do it yourself, uh, John. Um, but, you know, <laughs> or, 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 layers. You know, little, What's these layers? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What is this? What is this all about? Right. Um, uh, you know, other other things like, you know, just, um, you know, here's an idea. You know, if you've got a 10 minute video that you've produced. That's going to be around about a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred words if you're speaking at a normal, right. you know, normal uh, uh, speed. Why not get that transcribed by it. one particular VA? Utilize it on a couple of blog posts. Okay, you can do a two-part series. Boom! There's a little bit of content repurposing right there. Then take the, the the initial manuscript that you got from that transcription. Add another five hundred words in terms of an introduction, and create a really cool opt-in ebook to give away to your audience for free and and have someone design that for you so it looks really good like it, it's a 50 dollar product that you're giving away for free you know and then take some of the major concepts of that ebook and turn it into a 25 slide deck that you can put onto slideshare to create a ton of traffic back to your site Huge, you know, and then and then create that, and then create an infographic out of the top five of those twenty-five. <laughs> you know, you see, I'm going with this. Yes, you you don't need to reinvent the same piece of content over and over and over and over and over again. You just take what you've got and you put it into a process flow where one person takes the initial piece of content that you produce, regardless of whether it's video, audio, or written, and just does 
ABC right the way down to XYZ. And I mean, that's just, again, that's just one of the strategies. But just let go. Just start letting go. And I'm telling you right now, everyone, please. And, and you know, John, we talk a lot, you and I, and you know I love Fire Nation. When we were hanging out at NMX um, and you were having your private suite parties for your elite club members and, and then obviously just Fire Nation in general, I think the night after, um, that those were by far some of my most favorite hangouts and, and events. And I'm not saying that the massage your earlobes because <laughs> you're saying nice things about my book. Um, but, but, but I mean that genuinely. And I, I'm, I want to try and tune into each and every single one of you listening in right now. Once you do this, guys, and trust me, I used to do this. I used to be the micromanaging 16 hour a day dude, right? So once you do let go and you eventually start to not only buy a little bit more time and become more productive, your dream business, that the business that you want to build and live within, trust me, is not too far away as long as you keep on that path. Mm. And I think John is a perfect example of doing that. Uh, and there's absolutely no reason why every single one of you tuning in right now, listening to this episode, cannot do it as well. There's nothing stopping you at all. Fire Nation, I have goosebumps. I know that you are getting goosebumps as well because this is so powerful. I know you're seeing the vision of what I like to call content producing, not just content consuming, which so many people out there are just consuming. They're not producing. And Chris is here showing us a way that we can become massive content producers. And Chris, I really want to go off on a little side note here. Because our do it. It's your show. You can do that. <laughs> our mutual great friend Pat Flynn, you know, led the way with his income reports, which inspired me to do the same thing for podcasters. So we release our podcast income reports on a monthly basis as well. And Chris, we just released it. So I don't even know if you know this yet, but Entrepreneur on Fire generated one hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars in income for the month of January, and we just Are released you that. Serious? That's insane! You know, this is a genuine reaction. This is stupid. <laughs> this is getting out of hand now. It's I just know. ridiculous. <laughs> it is, but Chris, I get questioned all the time as to how do we generate this type of income, and I say, listen, it's because I create an incredible amount of free content: the podcast, the show notes page, the blog post, free, 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 always producing. And I do that because I have a team that allows me to do that. And Chris just laid out the recipe of how you can do one thing and then have your team create a ton of content everywhere. SlideShare, Instagram, infographics, blog posts, transcripts, you name it, your team will do it. And so you won't be that mad person working 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Chris is giving you that Bible to the success of where Entrepreneur on Fire has found that type of success. And Chris, what I really want to do now is have you close this out by sharing the most important piece of information Fire Nation needs in order to be successful in this changing business market? I mean, that's a really good question. Um, and I want to I take the focus off the book okay. uh, because we, we've talked a lot about it and I think everybody understands that we both love the idea of having VAs and everything. But I think the most important thing right now for entrepreneurs in the 21st century building businesses within our current world is to genuinely listen to 
to your audience. Now, I'm not talking about hearing them. I mean actually freaking listening to them because once you create all that free content and you get it out there and you, and you, you know, you, you market it, you promote it, people will not only find you, they will remember you. And once they remember you, they will consume everything that you put out. And trust me, at that point, it ain't going to be too much longer before they start sharing what you're putting out with their friends. And as we all know, we're way more likely to believe, not after, obviously after our own opinions, but nothing can trump that, but we're way more likely to believe the opinions of our friends and those that we love and know and appreciate before complete strangers on Twitter with a random hashtag or something, right? So <laughs> once, once you get your content found, remembered, consumed, and shared, your audience at that point will start telling you what they need help with. They will ask questions that you can provide the answers to. And they will also present problems that they're experiencing to you with the hope that you will then go ahead and create the solutions to the problems. Just like with Podcast Paradise that you've just put together, right? You know, you saw the problem and you created the solution for the problem. And, and this is exactly what entrepreneurs need to do because ultimately, your audience are going to be the ones that dictate how your business grows. And if you keep that in the back of your head with everything that you're doing business-wise, I believe you can't fail. Boom. Chris, what a way to close out this stunning interview. And what I really want to do now is just have you share with Fire Nation the best way that they can snag virtual freedom and just connect with you. Sure. Well, my, my blog is chrisducker.com, uh, about as original as you can get. <laughs> um, but if, you, if, if anybody does want to pick up a copy of the book, obviously, I would be very appreciative of that um, as the guy who wrote it. Uh, they can do that at anywhere, any good bookstore, uh, online, Amazon. It's already available for, for pre-sale as we record this. It launches worldwide April 1st. Um, and uh, if you head over to Virtual Freedom Book. Dot com. We have a mini site built out there where there's podcast episodes. There's a lot more information, uh, free information. There's no opt-in required or anything like that to get it all. And we also have a few little bundles that we put together, a few packages that uh, will hopefully get you up and running on this uh, journey of virtualization <laughs> as quickly as possible. So, yeah, if you want to come by and uh, drop me a tweet at Chris Ducker, I'd be more than happy to converse with you. Well, Chris, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've talked about today. ChrisDucker.com. Fire Nation, go right to virtualfreedombook.com and just check out that community that he's created there. But they can also go to eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab because, Chris, you are hanging out in the archives. Or better yet, Fire Nation, just enter Chris in the search bar, and his show notes page will pop right up. And Chris, your first interview on Entrepreneur on Fire show notes page will also pop up if people want to hit the Wayback Machine and hear our first conversation that we <laughs> ever had. So I, I want to listen to that. Right? I, I think that would be a fun conversation. We had never met. 
this is just me interviewing you, some random yes. podcast dude, and yeah. Yeah. it would be really interesting to compare and contrast the two interviews. Of- I, I, dude, I remember we got yeah. on the call, and the first question you asked me, well, and you you had not prepared me at all, right? <laughs> you've turned around, you've gone, so Chris, let me ask you, are you prepared to ignite not? <laughs> and I was so taken off guard, I just went, uh. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I remember like, what is this dude on? This is going to be a weird conversation. Let's right? do this. So, you know, uh, fast friends for life, my man. Yeah, and since that interview, we've since met multiple times in person, become really fast friends, and so the difference is stark, and we have such fun we hang out. And Chris, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you in virtual freedom, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation. If you're interested in creating your own podcast, then I'd love to invite you to join me as I share some of the most successful techniques and tactics I use here at Entrepreneur on Fire during our live Podcasters Paradise webinar. In addition to sharing my best practices, I'll also give you a sneak peek behind the scenes so you can see exactly what the Paradise community has to offer. Claim your spot at our live podcast workshop today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.